0: What are we chatting about today? We are talking about exactly how more commitment from you equals faster weight loss. More commitment equals faster weight loss. So it's my intention for today's podcast. To get you up to speed with understanding commitment, understanding discipline, probably at a deeper level than what you currently understand it to be, and understanding some simple tips that I'm going to share with you that are going to help accelerate your weight loss journey. Does that sound like a good plan? I think it does. So let's get stuck into the podcast starting in three, two, one. Exactly how more commitment equals faster weight loss. It is definitely no secret. And I have spoken about this many times of how very few people out there achieve any long-term success with their fitness goals, whether it be them wanting to lose weight, whether it Be them wanting to increase strength, put on muscle, increase fitness, or just be able to get to the top of the stairs without feeling like they're about to have a heart attack. Whatever the goals may be, unfortunately, there's just not many people achieving long-term success with their goals. Maybe in the short term, there's plenty of people that are achieving success, but I know, I'm a bit of a mind reader, and I know that You want to hit these long term, you want to hit these goals of yours, but you want to sustain it in the long term and you want it to feel like you haven't had to kill yourself nutritionally or training-wise to achieve that. So herein lies the problem where people haven't haven't created or made the right systems in order to help them to achieve these long-term results. So they'll make these drastic, unsustainable changes, and then eventually they'll end up quitting because it's too difficult to stick to. And then they'll just go back to what they are doing before, which of course means any of the results that they managed to get go falling down the wayside. So why is it that this happens? Why is it that there is so few people that this that are able to achieve long-term success with their goals? And why is it that this happens when we have the best of intentions to achieve them? I mean, maybe you have been in this position many times where you've said, "That's it. Monday, I'm cutting out this food, I'm cutting out that food, I'm cutting out the pasta, I'm cutting out the bread, I'm going to train at the gym every single day. Not only am I going to train at the gym every single day, I'm going to run to the gym every single day. I mean, you've got the best of intentions and you have convinced yourself in your mind you're going to make all these dietary changes and all these exercise changes to wind up months down the track not achieving any of it. And you look back and you think like, how the fuck did this actually happen? I was excited. I was pumped to achieve it. And I just didn't for whatever reason. So that's what this podcast is all about. And if you have ever been in this situation, caught on this merry-go-round, like I call it, style results of getting a little bit and then falling off and then getting a little bit falling off, and it's incredibly exhausting and frustrating and it's a reason why so many, the, it's actually the situation that so many of my clients that joined my online coaching program were in before they thought like, fuck, this is not working. There has to be a better way. And I believe that the main reason, one of the main reasons of why so few men out there are actually achieving what it is that they set out to achieve with their health and fitness goals is Low levels of discipline and low levels of commitment. You see, the thing is this: if you don't address discipline and commitment, the moment, the very moment adversity happens, which is freaking inevitable. If you are living on planet Earth and you, you will know that adversity is just like not optional. It's not like you can select the box and live a life without any challenges, without any adversity. It ain't happening. So the problem is when the moment that adversity happens and your meal plan can't go to plan for whatever reason, you can't get to the gym on the days that you had planned, you you weren't able to stick to something because a work meeting come up, whatever it is, it could be a million things that comes up. The moment that adversity happens, you quit and The tricky thing is, and this is a real sneaky thing, is it happens slowly. I mean, what what do I mean by that? So if you are in a routine and you say to yourself, that's it, I'm going to train four days a week and I'm going to meal prep every single day. So what typically happens is this. You're on your merry way. You're doing your four days week one. You're doing your four days week two. And then something happens maybe week three that causes you to only be able to commit to three. So now we're down to three. So you're doing your three days and then something happens and you're not able to do any the next week. So you've gone from three to zero because something happened with work or family or whatever it is, or your kid was sick and you went from three days a week to the next week doing zero. You just weren't physically able to get there. Then what happens is you get back to the gym and maybe you do two and then you do one and then you do none. So gradually it's this sliding scale of commitment, of discipline to this new change that you need, that you know you need to stick to in order to achieve your fitness results. So it definitely doesn't happen overnight where your system falls to shit. But what you need to understand is that whenever you are making change, to, whether it be your diet, whether it be something to do with your exercise routine, or maybe you've got no exercise routine at the moment, maybe you're starting to introduce exercise back into your routine, whatever changes you're trying to make with your mindset, you need to understand that making the change initially is really, really fucking difficult. And there's heaps of reasons of why that is true. But one of the main ones that I need to bring front of mind for you to help you to understand is that you are going up against years and years, potentially maybe even decades and decades, maybe even your whole entire life or at least your entire adult life of a particular routine that doesn't necessarily serve you anymore, whether it be a routine or a particular set of habits with your diet, your training, your mindset, whatever, right? Maybe it once served you, but now it no longer does. And the way that you used to eat in your 20s does no longer serve you in your 40s and 50s. Metabolism slowed down, et cetera, et cetera. The point that I'm making is that it is very difficult to push through and forge and create new habits and routines, whether it be your diet, training, mindset, whatever it may be, it is going to take a lot of hard work to push through and create this new habit. Because the truth is this, our bodies don't want to do anything that's difficult. Our bodies want to stay on our, in our merry lane, doing the least amount of work possible. And literally, we love, especially us men, we fucking love our routines. We love sticking to shit that's familiar. We don't like anything that's different We literally like eating the same stuff, doing the same things on a daily basis, and anything that goes out of our nice, comfy lane, we don't like, right? But the problem is when the inevitable shit comes up that we didn't plan for, this is where we become so derailed with our progress, and as a result, this is why so few men out out there actually achieve their health and fitness goals. So we now need to have the conversation of non-negotiables. And if we're going to talk about commitment and discipline, the next Topic that needs to be spoken about that is so related to commitment and discipline is non negotiables. Now, any one of my clients that I've ever worked with will hear me rave on about these two words on and on and on. And I sometimes feel like a fucking broken down record. And that is because I speak about non negotiables so freaking often, especially at the start when a client of mine joins my online coaching program and they're excited, they want to achieve these results. And I speak about the idea of non-negotiables very, very often. And if you want to achieve weight loss success in the long term, then you must have a daily list of non negotiables. What does that actually mean? What does non-negotiables mean? Non-negotiables by my definition means the shit that needs to be done every single day, no matter what happens. And the only excuse for you not getting that list of non-negotiables done on a daily basis is if you are dead, say to my clients, if you are dead, then that is the only explanation as to why you didn't get it done. Other than that, if you didn't die, then you must get this daily list of non-negotiables done. And the reason for this is that it teaches and I, I do my best to coach my clients to understand that they have to increase their level of commitment and discipline because clearly their current level of commitment and discipline isn't high enough to get them to where they want to be. Because if it was, ladies and gentlemen, if it was high enough to get them to where they want to be, then they would already be there. But the fact that they are not where they want to be aesthetically, the fact that they've got this bulging body fat this belly fat coming over their jeans, the fact that they are unfit as hell, they feel weak, they're in chronic pain with their, their knees, their back, their shoulder, all the men's shit that we suffer with, that that just wouldn't be the case. So if you want to achieve success in the long term with your health and fitness goals, then you must have a higher level of commitment. You must come into these changes that need to be made with a higher level of discipline, and you always have to stick to these non-negotiables because if you don't, as I said earlier, it becomes a sliding scale. Four, Four days goes to three, three to two, two to one. And before you know it, you're back doing the same shit. And a lot of people have been caught in this trap of having the best intentions, making all these changes and scratching their head six months later, wondering like, how the fuck? Did I get to the point where none of the changes stuck? And slowly but surely, I went back to what I was doing before with my eating. Slowly but surely, I went back to what I was doing with my freaking laziness. So, <laughs> slowly but surely, I went back to my excuses. And slowly and surely, I went back to just talking to my mates, talking and talking and talking about what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it, but not actually doing shit. So, having a list. Of non negotiables is something that I help my clients to understand first and foremost. And then we create this list of non negotiables. Now, this really does need to be specific to the individual because I don't know what your lifestyle is. Obviously, when I work with my clients, I know in very deep detail of what their lifestyle is like, what they are able to commit to. And I allow them to come up for the most part with their list of daily non-negotiables because they know them, obviously. They know them better than I know them. And they know what realistically they can stick to on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, better than I can. So I just provide them with the knowledge. I provide them with the framework of the idea of a non-negotiable. And then I get them to come up with a list of things that we collectively agree on that need to be done. And we're not talking about a huge list of things because the more things that are in this list of non-negotiables, the more chances you have of not actually sticking to it and then just going back to what you are doing before, which clearly we know now does not work. So what are some things that I consider non-negotiables? Let's go through some of them because these are really important. And if you want to break this stupid cycle of never achieving long-term success with your health and fitness goals. And I think you need to pay attention to my list of non-negotiables. The first non-negotiable that I suggest you have is getting a minimum of seven hours sleep, no matter what. Sometimes I hear my clients when we first start working, oh, Daniel, you don't understand this happened, that happened. It's like, yeah, we get it. Like kids can be a pain and I, I get that like shit comes up and work kept you back too late and you had to go to bed late and you had to wake up earlier and we totally get it. But for the most part, most of the shit that people are doing that is prevent that it is not actually preventing them from going to sleep earlier, they're just squandering hours of watching bullshit on the internet or YouTube videos or TV or whatever it may be. And they're not actually doing anything important that is preventing them from going to sleep at an earlier time and allowing for more sleep. And getting a minimum of seven hours of sleep is definitely a non-negotiable. And it should be for you as well, because everyone of us Has felt the shitty effects of a poor night's sleep, either not good quality or not getting enough hours or both. And it's terrible. The next day is a fucking write off. You're moody. You're cranky, you're tired, your food choices are shit, you don't want to talk to anyone, you want to bark at everyone that you see, (laughs) maybe not bark at them, but shout at them, whatever floats your boat, and it's just not a good idea. So getting a minimum of seven hours of sleep is going to be part of your, should be part of your non-negotiable The next step is the amount of movement that you are doing. Another non-negotiable for my clients is that they have to get a minimum of 10,000 steps per day. Again, sometimes when they first start working with me, they hit me with the stories. They hit me with the excuses. You don't understand. I had to do this. I had to do that. It's like, yeah, we get it. Life is busy, but it's not just busy for you. And is it cool if I let you know that, the excuses that you are giving with your current lifestyle, there is people that are busier than you that are still getting the stuff that you're making excuses for. Is that okay to accept? So especially if one of your main goals or your main priority at the moment is weight loss, you have to be more concerned with the amount of movement that you are doing because The more steps you do, the more calories you burn. The more calories you burn, the better chance you have of achieving your weight loss goals. So 10,000 steps should be the absolute minimum. The next non-negotiable is your level of hydration. And this is something that many of my clients fail when they first start working with me miserably. Most people are walking around severely hydrated, literally drinking a a few mouthfuls of water, and it's just not going to help you to achieve optimal health. It's not going to give you the best foundation in order for you to get to where you want to be with your long-term goals. And that is drinking enough water. I mean, so much of our body is made up of water, so it does not make sense to be not drinking enough. Yet plenty of people that I start working with are very, very dehydrated, just not drinking enough water. So the general rule of thumb is every 25 kilos of your body weight means that you should be having One liter of water. For example, if Coach Dan weighs a smidgen under 100 kilos, which he does, then that means that I should be having four liters minimum per day. And I hear you saying, ah, that's too much water. I'll be going to the toilet. I'll be doing this. I'll be doing that. It's like, yes, it is going to cause some disruption. And yes, the change is going to be difficult, especially at the start. But this is the price to pay, my friend, if you want to get to a level of health, if you want to get and achieve a level of weight loss that you haven't achieved before. Like, what did you think was going to happen? You didn't fucking need to do anything. You press a few buttons on your watch and then you wake up the next day and you've achieved this weight loss. It's like, no, that's fucking delusional. It doesn't work like that. It's going to create, it's going to require you to get out of your fucking comfort zone, do some shit that you haven't done before. And this includes these daily non-negotiables that I have mentioned. So I could go, Go on with quite a few, but they are the main ones that I want to leave with you. And that is making sure that you're getting a minimum seven hours of sleep, total non-negotiable, making sure that you are getting the amount of movement, an adequate amount of movement done on a daily basis as in a minimum of 10,000 steps per day, every day. And the third one is making sure that you're keeping your body hydrated with having at least one liter of water per 25 kilos of your body weight. Even if you did just those three and didn't focus on anything else, you would feel better. You would recover faster. You'll just generally make better choices and be in a better place because you have stuck to these three as a non-negotiable. And then what we would do is we add on a fair few others relative to what your goals are. But literally these three, these three should be the pillars and the foundations of your commitment and your non-negotiables, no matter what these three things should be getting done. So I hope that you got value from today's podcast because this is something that I'm super fucking passionate about because I know of how much of an effect, I know how much positive differences these things make in my clients' lives. And you might be thinking like, oh, like they sound too simple. How can something so simple like drinking more water help me to achieve my weight loss goals? Try it. Try it. Try it for the next month. Try sticking to those three things that I've just mentioned and see what kind of a difference it makes. And I guarantee that if you do, if you ingrain it and embody it into a non-negotiable that you get done, that you get it done every single day for the next four weeks, I guarantee you will feel better. And if you feel better, you will function better. You'll make better choices with your food. You'll be more prone to wanting to exercise more and you'll just be in a better mood and life will just be better generally. So I hope that you got value from this. I had a ball. I had a fucking awesome time sharing this information. I'm super passionate about this topic here. I hope that you got value from it. And if you know someone that needs to hear this information that I encourage you to share it with them, send them the link to this podcast so that they too can have my annoying voice in their ear while they're exercising, while they're driving, while they're on the plane, while they're catching a taxi, whatever it may be. So, I hope that you got value from it. And I hope that you are having the best night of your entire life. Coach Daniel from the Dad Bod Project is out. Ciao. Thank you so much for tuning into the Dad Bod Pod Podcast, the number one podcast for learning exactly how to live a long, strong, and healthy life as a modern day man. If you are getting value and want to work with me and my team to learn how to accelerate those precious health and fitness goals of yours, then what I want you to do is go to my Instagram at the.db.project and DM me with the words dadbod. Or if Facebook is more your jam, then why not slide into my DMs with the words dadbod to my personal account under the name Daniel Dezen, D-E-Z-E-N. Our mission is to help busy men get more active and help them love who and what they see in the mirror all over again. So go to my Instagram at d.db.project or my Facebook page and DM me with the word dadbod and me and you can have a chat to help put you on the right correct path for those health and fitness goals of yours.